Organize yourselves. Prepare every needful thing. And establish a house, even a house of prayer, a house of fasting, a house of faith, a house of learning, a house of glory, a house of order, a house of God. In a very real sense, we are builders of eternal houses. Welcome to Creator Homemaking. This podcast is dedicated to helping women create Christ-centered homes and lives. We hope you'll join us on this journey. Hello, welcome to Creator Homemaking with Kirsten and Emily. Today we have a few guests with us. We have our mom and our two other sisters, Bethany and Nicole, with us today. And we're excited to have them with us and excited to share some Christmas traditions and memories with you. I wanted to start with a quote. This is from Elder Christensen from 1989. And he said, memory is the one garden of Eden out of which one need never be cast. Good memories are real blessings. And I think for all of us, we can say that some of our fondest memories are Christmas memories. I know for me, as I've stated before, I love Christmas and I think it stems from a lot of um, good childhood memories and traditions we had growing up. Yeah, I agree with what Emily has just said and we're excited to have Um, our family on and we'll share them with you in a couple of minutes. I just had a real thought about family. What we're going to talk about the traditions that we had growing up Christmas. Um, This is from elder Perry says family traditions are part of what makes your family different from everyone else's. The traditions you have may have passed down and will shape who you are and who you will become. And I think that's so true. There's so many, that we'll probably talk about today that are things that I need to do with my children. And I know that there's a lot of them are things that my mom did with her mom growing up. And I don't know how far back, so maybe she'll tell us. So with that, we'd like to start with family traditions that we've had for Christmas. And Emily, I'm going to turn back to you for a minute to get us started. <laughs> Okay. Um, Well, I think um, one of the big ones is um, Christmas pajamas and Christmas dresses. And I think we can all remember mom staying up really late the week before Christmas trying to get them all done. And even sometimes Christmas Eve, I think. Um, But I know that was always such a fun one. And um, maybe mom wants to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Lots of no sleep. <laughs> but, you know, that goes back to my mom. Because we always got Christmas jammies and a new outfit at Christmas. And I think that stems, grandma told me that her favorite Christmas was the year that she got an orange and the neighbor had remade 
one of her mother's coats for her. And I think that that's where that tradition started is because it meant so much to mom to get something new that was for her clothing wise that she wanted us to have that same experience. And I remember one Christmas that she made all of us clown jammies. <laughs> you remember those? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I made all of the men hammer pants uh -huh. for jammies that year. And I think two of I think Laurie and I were both pregnant that year. So it was quite entertaining. <laughs> we looked like clowns, let me tell you. But but I think that's where that tradition started is is right there. But um yeah, there were lots of hours spent at midnight and one getting those finished. Yeah. I have to say, I've continued that. And I still have one and a half to make. And it's <laughs> 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 wondering. Yeah. Well, yeah, be careful what you start. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's been interesting because I've done the same thing, um, Christmas jammies. I don't always make the Christmas jammies. Sometimes I buy them. Um, but then we also do Christmas dresses or something. But it's been interesting because my family is so diverse in ages <laughs> um, that you have to change sometimes those traditions, and it's hard. Um, once your family gets older and moves on and moves away from the from home, it's hard to, well, how do I keep this tradition going? Um, but yet still include them, but you can't necessarily always include them. It's, it's hard mm -hmm. with those Christmas traditions, but you hope that by doing those traditions, I, that they'll continue and that they've meant something to your older kids, even though you may not necessarily continue those traditions with them. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but, um, you know, this year, my daughter and her husband coming um, for Christmas Eve. And um, so I, I did, I splurged this year and bought them jammies too, but our other son and his wife, we won't be, they won't be here. And so sometimes it's hard to keep those traditions going when you can't necessarily have your whole family there. And I'm sure, you know, mom's, dealt with that with us getting older and moving on and and getting married and stuff trying to figure out how those traditions stay alive yeah i know um even just getting married and having to, or trying to incorporate his traditions with ours and thankfully they did christmas pajamas too so that was an easy one in fact his mother-in-law or his his mother, my mother-in-law, still makes pajamas for everybody. Mm. And she makes like fleece footy pajamas for the grandkids <laughs> every year. Even the older ones if they want them. <laughs> so that's always fun. And it's, I think it's just such a special thing to show um, love. And I don't think little kids really appreciate it until, like Gerson said, you try and do it yourself. And then you realize how much time and work went into doing that so 
Um, I have not made, I tried, I think our first Christmas to make pajamas and yeah, they didn't turn out. So I just buy them, but um, <laughs> just, yeah, I think um, to recognize all the hard work that mom put in <laughs> all those years. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, another tradition that thinking of that I think a lot of us have continued on that I think started with grandma was Christmas cookies mm. and making them every year and I think we all probably use her recipe in fact Emily made it all recipe books a long time ago I don't know when it was Emily <laughs> it was one of my young women projects so yeah long time ago <laughs> And that, that was that was one of the recipes. In fact, there's quite a few recipes in there from that were from our grandma, our great grandma. But I remember taking them to people as far, I mean, as far back as I can remember any Christmas. Uh-huh. And it's something that we still do here at our house, making those and other treats. And I know. Those of you that are close together got together a couple of weeks ago and, and had a cookie-making party together. So I know that's something that's still kept alive. But that started with you, Mom. Did it, did it start with you when you were young? Oh, yeah. We did those all the time when I was growing up. It was always the honey cookie recipe. And, oh, we got – I don't know where what happened to Mom's – cookie cutters. I wish I did because she had camels and stars and I mean she had almost a complete nativity and we would decorate using the you know the pipe the piping bags and we got and then we would wrap them in cellophane. Grandma would um, would cook them with a hook in it and then we'd use them on our tree. Oh. Mom always had two trees in the house. One she'd decorate. And we weren't allowed to put the tinsel on that tree. Grandpa did it one strand at a time. And then us kids had our own tree and we decorated it with the cookies and popcorn strings and popcorn balls and candy canes. Oh. And then at the end of the Christmas season, we'd take the cookies down and mom would put them in a Tupperware box for 24 hours and they'd soften right back up. But they always tasted a little bit like pine. (laughs) (laughs) But they were still really good. (laughs) So, yeah, I just took away the hook we, <laughs> we and let everybody tree. decorate the tree <laughs> but, say that. that was fun another tradition is decorating grandma's house we used to go up for thanksgiving and then the day after we'd put christmas music on her record player and decorate her house and that was always a fun fun memory yeah mm-hmm. that was fun and every year we try and make it a little bit different uh-huh. yeah. oh, i remember putting tinsel on one of her trees so yeah well that was when grandpa mellowed <laughs> <laughs> we had grandchildren and grandpa mellowed 
<laughs> not being able to touch the tree so yeah <laughs> yep um, yeah that one tree was one of the very first artificial trees ever made and they bought it in florida and it looked like a real tree mm, it was yeah. it was wild but that was grandpa's tree and we didn't touch it <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was finally allowed to do the glass ornaments on the one tree. Yeah. Oh, pretty, pretty special. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing I kind of asked for when Grandma passed was to get some of her Christmas ornaments. And so I have them in some glass containers in my house right now to remember her by and all those fun times. That's, I try do Christmas PJs as well, but I end up buying them too, and my husband's not into them as much as I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> but the the orange that Mom mentioned, I remember we always got an apple and an orange and a beef stick and maybe some yogurt covered raisins and a new toothbrush and toothpaste in our stockings, <laughs> and I tried to do that as well. <laughs> Forgot about the yogurt covered raisins. <laughs> awesome. And then grandma would wrap up the box of cereal for breakfast. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and lotion from Avon. Yep. yep. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing grandma loved to give. She had a hard time expressing in words her love, so she gave. Oh. And she used to always keep a tally sheet so every child got the same number of gifts. Yep. Yep. Oh. But she would start buying for Christmas in January. <laughs> She loved Christmas. I remember back before Black Friday was a big thing. Oh, yeah. It was the day after Christmas. And to get to go shopping with Grandma mm -hmm. the day after Christmas was a big deal. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, we loved doing that. Oh, but man, if you went, you got a lot of stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> deals the day after Christmas. Grandma yeah. was a bargain shopper for sure. She was. Yeah. Kirsten, that's where you get it from. <laughs> yeah. That's I. I love the honey cookies too, and I remember taking all the plates to all of our friends and stuff. And but <laughs> the, the one Christmas that I really remember is a Christmas that everybody came home when Dad was deployed. And we had to mix 18 cups of flour <laughs> and we filled beaters. And ever since we've had a curse of killing beaters. Though <laughs> <laughs> so I hardly use them. I don't feel <laughs> But I, I don't know. I love that Christmas. Food. And I remember mom and here staying up making Christmas PJs that year and just having everybody home. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was a good Christmas. I, I think one of my favorite Christmases was the year you surprised us in Ohio. We were out there for when your little guy was born and, and we spent Christmas at Kirsten's and suddenly here comes Emily and here comes Bethany. And <laughs> that was the year Scott was, our brother was on his mission and just my favorite memory of that is everybody around the dining room table putting together Legos. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that was special. I wasn't expecting anybody to be there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was really hard to keep that a secret, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you kept changing dates and times and when you were going to show up at my house. I know. <laughs> fun. I'm glad we to do that before. Yeah, that was neat. That was a fun and I think so when you get right down to it, family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what Christmas is about. Family and our savior. Yeah. And all the rest of it is extra. But if you can focus on the savior and have your family with you, that's all you need. That's Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Isn't there that quote by Elder Holland about how it all started with a family? Yeah. With a mother and father and a baby. And yeah. And I think mom and dad made sure that was the focus was family and the savior. And I know people thought we were crazy because we were always going to grandma's for Christmas and we rarely stayed home. Sometimes we'd stay home that morning and then go up, but. I think for us, we just always were together with everybody. And that's what made it special and fun. So, yeah, I one Christmas that I still remember was before we moved close to go Christmas with grandma all the time. Um, I think we lived in, I want to say Colorado, so you can change it, mom, if that's wrong. But there was a family in our ward that wasn't going to really have Christmas. And I don't remember why they. And we got to go to the store and buy Christmas for them and drop it off on their doorstep. Yeah. And, and I mean, we always took cookies and we always, you know, did servicey things like that that I remember. And we have had that opportunity to do that with my kids. And that's something that they have remembered. And I, that family and that service and just being there for somebody else is, is you know, what you know what christmas is yeah fun i just remember how excited we were to get to do that and how i think that was more fun in some ways than morning was to be excited for them yeah yeah that was in colorado yeah i don't remember it so it must have been yeah <laughs> when i was little <laughs> Well, you two were little, <laughs> little, little, but yeah, that's, that was it. I know one year we did 
that here, a sub for Santa. Well, we did like a 12 days of Christmas for a family. And one of the treats I included was my, were the honey cookies. I have since learned not to do that because nobody else makes them but our family. <laughs> Um, that's during this uh, first presidency devotional. I can't remember. It was the the member of the seventy who was talking about their nativity setup in Portugal. That reminded me of mom's. Is it was it from Germany? Your nativity, your white nativity. Yes. With the stable. I remember loving to set that mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. and putting that thing down with the Christmas lights under it. And, yeah. So I mean, I don't have as special as that one, but I rem that story that he told reminded me of your nativity and setting that up, and I love doing that. Yeah. One thing that I have loved, and you, we, nobody's done it yet this year, and that is the Lego nativities. For about three or four years, I would get pictures of Lego nativities <laughs> year and I haven't gotten any this year <laughs> yeah my boys didn't make one this year in fact they were talking about it the other day I was like you guys never made like <laughs> one this year. I've missed that been a little busy <laughs> yes I think we all have yeah I think another thing that I remember Christmas Eve night is well, at Grandma's, that was always a big, big dinner. But um, I know you guys still incorporate that um, up there when you're all together. But was the Grandma used to read? In fact, I remember when she used to play the piano when we would sing. Mm -hmm. But then she would read the Twas the Night Before Christmas. And then Grandpa would read the Christmas story of the Bible. And if we weren't there and we were home, dad would read it or, or whatever. But I remember just always ending with, you know, that, and that was the real reason of why we were there. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. I love that's a tradition that we have kept alive here at, at mom's because we're able to go to mom's for Christmas Eve. Um, and that was one thing that I really wanted to make sure that we kept alive was mom reading the, it was the night before Christmas and then dad reading the, um, the Christmas story out of Luke. And it just brings such a spirit and helps you remember why, again, why we celebrate Christmas. And I would love to, I hope that we can keep that tradition going you know for years to come throughout our, our next generations that our kids also realize the specialty of that that's going along with that is um sometimes before those us girls would put together um some sort of singing program and that's something i think loved was and playing the piano and us singing or me and Beth playing our trumpets to something or, or just having that little musical program and 
Mm -hmm. Or we'd have certain songs that were ours, like in the Forgotten Carols or in that one Christmas book, song book that mom has. And that was always um, special. Yep. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's big thing with music in our house. All of our different Christmas CDs and then <laughs> decorating and singing and all that fun stuff. But I remember the one Christmas that M and Beth and I were able to go to the Nutcracker. Mm. That one was really fun. And then we all went, or those of us that were here, we went to the Tabernacle Choir concert with the Kingsman. Oh, and oh yeah. And then, um, I remember one year we went to the Christmas Carol at the Hill Center, mm -hmm. but yeah, so music is always, and then one year we went to the Forgotten Carols at Pocatello with Auntie Lise. Yeah, our, our, our that was for my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> so music has always been a huge part of our Christmas as well. Yeah, yeah. That was all after my time. <laughs> okay, we had to get you out of the house so we could do that no i'm kidding <laughs> saying and stuff though when you were there yeah i I, well, music was important, I think, not just at Christmas, but um, I know for me, like, music, especially Christmas music, brings the spirit, like, faster than anything for me. Mm -hmm. And so I think, like, just so many uh, spiritual memories with music. And I have a quote from Elder Anderson. This was from April 2020. He said, when personal difficulties or world conditions beyond our control darken our path, the spiritually defining memories from our book of life are like luminous stones that help brighten the road ahead. And I know for me, um, there are certain songs that just bring such peace and joy and hope to my heart at Christmas time. And there's a few, I think I mentioned this in our last podcast, but that I listen to and sit there and cry and my husband thinks I'm crazy but for me it's tears of joy and love for my savior through those songs yeah as you were saying that I was thinking I don't know that it was maybe necessarily as spiritual as you sitting next to your husband on the couch but um, the other night um, our oldest daughter was home so all of my girls were home they turned all the lights off except for the Christmas tree lights and they all got to pick Christmas song and oh my goodness they had wooden their microphones they were dancing all over and <laughs> just so funny to watch them and some were you know a little bit maybe more spiritual and some were more fun and they were just having so much fun um, my husband walked in the door and I thought thinking I thought we were all crazy but um <laughs> But it is. Music has just been something that's always been part of our our family and part of 
mom and dad's families up and I think Christmas is especially good time to bring them out and songs that that's the only time you hear just mm-hmm. have to them well, speaking of Christmas lights that's I remember we didn't go every year but we went and saw the lights at Temple Square in Salt Lake, and that was always fun going there and then going and seeing the Christmas and listening to the nativity story that they did. And just being around the temple was such a, a special time, too. Yeah, that's something after we had our first two babies, both of those Christmases, we came home for Christmas. That was something I really wanted to make sure we got to see the lights at the at Temple Square. Uh-huh. I don't know when the last time, maybe that was the last time I went there for Christmas. <laughs> I don't know, but it's something I would love to be able to go to and take all of my other kids. They've been to Temple Square, but not for quite a while. But yeah. I would think. You know, uh, another big tradition was watching the first presidency Christmas devotional every year. And we used to go to the church growing up because we didn't have TV to watch it on. And we didn't have the internet back then. So we had to go to the church to watch it. But I remember, I mean, I don't know that we ever missed. And uh, that always brought the spirit, you know, of Christmas right at the beginning of the Christmas season. And so that's something that I still love making sure that my kids, we watch that every year. Yeah, Yeah, me too. That's going back to something that our great grandma did was um, that we've continued doing is uh, cinnamon rolls, her cinnamon roll recipe. And it's so old that you have to use scalded milk. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mine never turn out. <laughs> that recipe, but as I remember having cinnamon rolls Christmas morning and hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do every morning. And um, you don't have to scald the milk anymore. <laughs> yeah. but, I can't ever make them taste good. I don't know what I do wrong. So, that's, that's... however, I still do. <laughs> I heat up my milk and melt my shortening in it. And I just made over sixty yeast cinnamon roll rings wow. this week. Wow! Yay! I'm done. <laughs> My husband asked if I would make them for his for work, so they could have them Christmas morning. So, ah, next coming up. Well, you've got lots of helpers. It'll go fast. I don't have to make either. You what? I don't have to make that many either. No, so that'll be good. <laughs> yep. And then another thing we pulled in a couple years ago was from our German ancestry and that's Ruhladen which is yummy yeah 
something that was done a long time ago and then put away and brought back because I as a yeah, kid. Yeah, I've been growing up at grandma's a couple of times, so I remember. Yeah, it was one that that when you guys were little, I used to do, and then I thought this is too much work, and what can I do easier? <laughs> and now, if whoever's around usually comes over the night before and helps get it ready, so we're back to the original. <laughs> Thanks, Beth. <laughs> Actually, thank Dan because he was. Oh. Um, he he wanted he initiated that one. Yeah, so. I don't think I. Don't I <laughs> what Kirsten? I don't even think I have a recipe for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I know my husband doesn't really like it. So yeah. <laughs> well, it's an acquired taste. That's right. it. It is. It's an acquired taste. Yeah, none of mine really care for it either, but that's okay. Yeah. But I'm glad you guys come. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when growing up, we lived nine years in Germany at different times. And so there's a lot of traditions from Germany that our family incorporated like St. Nicholas, who would come on the 6th of December when I was growing up. And, you know, you'd leave your shoes outside your bedroom door. And if you were good, you'd get a treat. And if you weren't, you'd get a lump of coal and know, hey, you better shape up because Christmas is coming and you're not going to get anything. And then my mom, being the shopper she was, invented the New Year's man. <laughs> yeah. And we would put our shoes outside our bedroom door on New Year's Eve and the New Year's man would come and bring us another gift because, you know, mom was able to get a good deal on something <laughs> that day after Christmas. And um, I one year I got this blue poodle dog, stuffed animal dog. And I, I love that thing. I wore him out. His pink satin ears were just shredded by this. I finally was married. And, but, you know, those are memories that you add to as you, or, or take away. Yeah. But um, it all comes back to, though, that spirit of giving and, and, and that's what Christ did, is gave. And so that's what it comes back to, trying to emulate him. All right. Well, we'd like to thank you for being with us today and this last little bit. It's been a fun journey. So thank you for being part of it. And thank our family for being far, part of it, for Nicolay, who suggested it, um, <laughs> thought about and never really put into action. So I guess now we know how to do it. <laughs> uh, but in the 2019 October, the Leahona, there's a quote that says, the practice of having traditions to keep us close to the great heritage, which is ours to enjoy, should be something every family should try to keep alive. If we will build righteous traditions in our families, the light of the gospel can grow even brighter in the lives of our children from generation to generation. And I think that's what we seen and talked about today and I know those are things that have happened for Jeff. Hope will continue to happen. 
Wish you all a Merry Christmas. We'll see you next year.